We're here with Carolyn Hawkins of Parsnip and Chook Race. How you doing, Carolyn? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, doing well. Uh, I, I'm I'm still like bugged out by that. Uh, it, I'm amazed it's like it's daytime. It's like the morning where you are. <laughs> yeah. But it's night where we are. And it's also the next day too, right? It's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. It almost stuffed <laughs> up our um our our Zoom meetup. <laughs> right. The time difference. <laughs> was Monday night okay? Oh uh, yeah, it was it was good. So you guys are still in Monday. So I'm living in the future at the right. moment. It, right. Exactly. Tuesday is fine. Tuesday, like nothing bad has happened yet. So awesome. Rest easy. <laughs> mm. No, but it's it, I don't know. It's weird. It kind of reminds me like when when I've been on tour in America, like how how hard it is sometimes to like find if you want to call home or something like it's so opposite that it can be a bit tricky to find a time that works for everyone like totally. <laughs> it literally is the other side of the world <laughs> yeah I remember at the last Goner Fest last year you were I think texting back home and yeah I don't know what time it was then oh. but I yeah, remember that that's it's, right. I, I remember. it's a vivid memory <laughs> Yeah, I was looking through some photos kind of recently and I have all these photos that I took of us with like funny filters on them of us wearing like weird sunglasses and stuff. I think I must have been sending them to Jake. <laughs> yep, exactly. Shout out to Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Jake. Yeah, he's just in the other room. He he's uh <laughs> he's working on and he's doing some work from home. So yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> he says hi. <laughs> we give, him, uh, yeah. give him our best yeah tell me to hi yeah, i yeah. will i'll give him a big hug from you guys <laughs> yeah i um i was gonna say I, I remember too at goner fest uh so i mean parsnip played at the high tone um on the last night and then i remember we we saw you like i think that like it was also at it was at the lamplighter lounge at, at the at the after party oh my and god like, that's like 5 a.m. on like with the U.S. like in Memphis or whatever or something is when their shows are wrapping up. So oh, I don't know man. what a time that would be in Australia, but uh, yeah. yes. Oh my gosh. Um, I I don't think we went to that after party for that long. Like I don't think we stayed till till 5 a.m. because we were like super wrecked. I think. Oh, I but, bet. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was fun. That was such a cool bar as well. I think that's the only time I've been there. Um, yeah, there was some band that was like, they were really cool. They were all the songs they were singing were about Coca Cola. Oh yeah, the the Coca Cola haters. Yes. Oh my yeah. god, they they were so good. They were yeah. they were so awesome. Yeah, they're they're sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm the only punk band to go. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you've been. Um, have you been keeping busy during like the pandemic and everything going on? And <laughs> yeah, um, I've been like, I've. It's been weird. There's sort of been like two. I mean, it's probably the same as a lot of places. Like. There was sort of a first wave in Melbourne, then second wave. First wave, I was like super productive and 
I had like quite a few like creative projects to work on. Um, I, cause I do like a bit of art stuff as well. Right. And um, I, I was working on some stop motion videos for a couple of friends bands, which was like super time consuming and basically like the whole first lockdown, I was just in my studio, like in the dark, um, working on these stop motion videos, which was pretty, pretty like, I don't know. It was, it was a great project to have during lockdown. Cause obviously like couldn't go anywhere. And, um, I, I don't know what the lockdown's been like, um, over there, but yeah, we, we pretty much like weren't allowed to leave the house unless we were like going shopping to get food and stuff. So, um, yeah, that was good. Uh-huh. But second lockdown's been kind of more weird because um, it's kind of just like first lockdown, it was just like all of Australia. And then there's just been like a second wave in Melbourne. So all our friends in like Sydney and Adelaide and Brisbane and stuff, they're all like living a fairly normal life. <laughs> and, oh, really? um, yeah, we're kind of, uh, like there's still definitely restrictions and stuff, but um, sure. yeah, the second lockdown has been a bit, bit more depressing. <laughs> I think everyone had like a lot, like it was kind of, there was a novelty in the first lockdown and then second, like everyone was like making sourdough bread and um, I don't know, <laughs> recording lots. Everyone was, everyone was like getting heaps of stuff done. And I think the second one, like I've got way less stuff done, but it's okay. Like, I've, I've, I've been really lucky that um, I've still been able to work and stuff. So I've been sort of, I've been able to keep a bit of routine. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been all right. Like I've been lucky that I've had a few like cool creative projects come my way. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been okay. I feel like I haven't like gone completely crazy yet. So, um, and, and it's actually looking good. The case numbers are going down in Melbourne. Yeah. So hopefully I read about we that. can... Yeah, things, yeah. things seem what? to be getting better over there, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was looking bad for a while, but um, yeah, it's it's definitely like I think today there was only like new, like twenty eight new cases or something. So we're we're super lucky that it hasn't been worse here because yeah, it's been um it's been really sad to see how bad it's been in other parts of the world, like especially in America like I feel really lucky that we got to tour over there last year because like it's just completely sort of transformed um I don't know how are you guys going it's like way more intense over there yeah Uh it's I mean uh I'd say I mean for for us uh or at least like say for like I think you know we both also work from home so it is we're definitely like feel like I don't want to speak for Glenn, but I, I would say like, I definitely feel like, uh, you know, I'm happy for that. You know, it's, that's really nice. And, um, you know, I actually, I live a little bit, uh, outside of the city actually. So it's like hmm. very, you know, I, I, I guess, uh, but even actually though, it's actually better contained in some of the areas where like where Glenn lives, I think is like, it's like the best, I think they're at the top as far as like, being like containing the virus ah, cool. a lot stricter, a lot stricter yeah and yeah, we, the, we kind of the problem with them 
Oh, sorry, Chris. I was just say we should be in a lockdown. We should probably be in a second lockdown, but the people seems yeah, like people are stubborn. Yeah, it's the problem with the. I don't. I think Australians. I'm not sure, but they might be better with like, um, you know, being more like courteous and civil each other. I think a lot of Americans. Uh, they definitely. Uh, there's like. I mean, you get like mixed things, but especially where kind of like around where I live, there's. Well, it's a bit of a mixture, but you have people that are like, I'm not going to wear a mask. Like, like, fuck off, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and like, or yeah. like, they're like, you know, um, this is, you know, whatever violation of my freedom or whatever this mm-hmm. or that. Um, you know, uh, you know, they'll even like shame people for wearing masks, you know? Um, yeah. It kind of, it just is part of it. Again, it's like kind of a mixture. Then you have people that do and are, you know, uh, vigilant and, you know, are, are doing what they should be. And, um, and then you also get people who are like, kind of like total opposite where they're like overly like, you know, like where it's like, they're, you know, super far away from any, you know, I don't know. It's kind of like, it's kind of a, it, it's a little bit of, it's weird. It's kind of a weird time, I guess. Totally. It's hard to, I know what you mean. It's like hard to know what balance to strike. Cause yeah, it's, they are like both extremes and yeah, sure. I don't know. Like honestly, part of me has sort of enjoyed like staying home and having more time um, in a way like, like to yeah. myself. Cause Sometimes I feel so overwhelmed by gigs and always being out and around people and stuff and like never getting enough sleep and always feeling like you're behind on like getting stuff done because there's a lot happening. So part of it has been good to just sort of like shut myself away from all of that for a little bit. Like, um, I don't know. That's one of the sort of silver linings, I guess, of this like crummy situation. But Yeah. Have you had a chance to jam or... Uh, meet up with the band yeah so like between the two lockdowns parsnip did a um a kind of live video thing um it wasn't it wasn't live but it was like it was partly live I guess but that was really awesome and it was so much fun I think it made me really miss like or realize how much I've missed um playing music and like Mm -hmm. just hanging out with those girls because like none of us are really that good at you know doing zoom or anything like that um so yeah I I was really lucky I got to do that but then pretty much like two weeks after that happened sort of everything started getting real hectic again and um and yeah I haven't really seen them since I've caught up with Beck um for a few walks and things to hang out and I don't know, sort of checked in with the others occasionally, but yeah, um, that's, that's pretty much been it. So I'm really looking forward to when we all get to, um, get to, uh, see each other again. Um, we did do a video actually. I don't know if you guys saw that. We did like a video for one of the songs off our, um, our uh, seven inch that came out. A few oh yeah. Ago. That was <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> that was fun so we did that like in lockdown like individually and then uh did all the i don't know like dancing you know separate yeah. houses and stuff and then yeah beck just put it together an iMovie and no, it, like was yeah it was fun to do that i think that was like that that really like was a high, 
a light of um yeah I don't know like you know trying to do still keep doing music stuff yeah doing something around people yeah totally yeah exactly yeah um yeah but I don't know it would be interesting to see there's been a few like kind of compilations of like bedroom um kind of recordings and things that people have done during lockdown it'd be interesting to see like more of that stuff come out I think like some people have been super productive and like it's been a really good thing for them um but (laughs) I don't know that's pretty much all we've done (laughs) fasten it wise (laughs) during this lockdown yeah yeah I'll check that out I haven't um I haven't seen it yet I I've been kind of abstaining a little bit from social media and and like the downside of that Mm. is I I guess I missed out on on a lot of stuff because like 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 someone like a band posting a video or something um but I'll have to to go check it out yeah oh I've been exactly the same it's actually been nice do you feel like amazing not going on Instagram and stuff all the time (laughs) well it's actually funny I actually uh I've, I've never had an instagram but like the, like kids like you and me ha- has one but glenn operates that i'm but i'm on facebook mm. but i've been abstaining from that a lot just kind of posting stuff here and there but um yeah i went on instagram for like the first time a few months ago and just like going on uh like i was using like my brother's account and i just kind of scanned through and, uh, and i ended up spending like over two hours oh man and i'm like yep this is why i don't want to get on here yeah yeah I pretty much deleted I had a moment like that this morning actually or like reminded me of how much time I used to waste on that um I like pretty much deleted every like app off my phone that like I wasted time on and I must have been trying to procrastinate this morning and I was like scanning through my phone I'm like there's literally nothing I can do on here like usually I'd spend yeah like an hour on Instagram I don't know it's been nice to yeah get it it's been nice to get away from that but also you kind of realize I, I I realize that I don't know like I do get it does help me to keep up to date on certain things that right you know don't don't get covered in the news or um yeah it it feels I feel like I do need to sort of like you know I've had my break and maybe now it's I I should you know go You're right back there's on. a lot of like underground I, stuff that you wouldn't yeah know about yeah. unless you are on there because it's just not gonna yeah, be and just, covered yeah totally and just like different viewpoints and things that you know you don't always get exposed to so um yeah i yeah, don't know but it's been nice i i think like i the main reason is i've just sort of been sick of being in front of a screen all the time because you know we're all doing zoom for work or whatever so yeah, it's been it's been like a nice holiday away from social media. <laughs> yeah, no, I know you mean. Yeah, I've also well, just like I've been doing a lot more, just li- just trying to like listen to a lot of like records and stuff like that. Not that I didn't do that before, but like mm. I don't know, just things that it's just yeah, I don't know. It's just I've had I think I mean during this like the, all this time with the lockdown quarantine everything mm. it's like oh i can i'm not going to a show or anything i'm not really going anywhere tonight i can just like spend a night listening to records or like read yeah totally <laughs> yeah i feel like that's kind of crept back into my life as well because i feel like maybe sometimes you get a bit saturated like going to gigs all the time like 
you sort of value silence a bit more when you are home or, or maybe you don't always want to just listen to like music like 24 hours a day like I don't know I've really been enjoying listening to music um just like yeah recorded music way more um yeah yeah do you, do you have like any um albums you've been thrashing but like maybe you'll like look back and be like that was my COVID album <laughs> yeah I mean I'm trying to think I it's weird I I know I, I it hasn't been as many like it's weird there are stuff I've been revisiting um like I was listening to um what's well, weird I, I listened to this I suppose a lot anyway pre-COVID but I was listening to like Phil Spector's greatest hits oh um, yeah cool like crystals runettes and so forth you know yeah um, yeah um I've listened to that a lot <laughs> during this time and then I just I, I just listen to a lot of like seven inches and like I guess but all and then just like records I guess that I was listening to pre-COVID I'm just listening to them more like mm. just like a bunch of them at once you know or like a bunch and like you know instead of like for a little bit and then I have to go somewhere else or, or whatever yeah um, yeah what about you um, yeah what about you um I what about I'm just like looking over at all the records are like sitting sitting um next to the turntable like what have I been listening to I mean I've been because I've been on the computer so much like a lot of the time I just listen to stuff on Spotify because that's like where I am um yeah. I found at the start I was um I was just like so depressed by the whole situation that I was like I just need to listen to stuff that is like you know like guaranteed to like put me in a good mood so I just like drink heaps of coffee and listen to ABBA that was like what I would oh, do nice. every morning <laughs> and that just made me feel like so much better um I don't know what else like I've been listening to the birds heaps um I went through a really big BG stage where I was like listening to all the early BG's albums um I don't know what else oh this there was a um <laughs> oh yes playing the stone roses been listening to heaps of oasis <laughs> this is all really daggy stuff none of it's cool at all um i That's cool. oh, That's all right. actually actually at the start um i no actually i've been listening to some more kind of uh i don't know i guess like uh more low-key kind of stuff um I was really getting into uh, this album by uh, Mikey Young called, I think it's called Are You Feeling Me or something? Oh, no, it's called You Feeling Me. Um, it's just sort of uh, kind of, I don't know, like semi-ambient electronic stuff, which was cool. Um, and I was listening to the, I, I got a copy of the first Jessica Pratt album, which I was listening to like every day pretty much just like some folky sort of stuff as well so yeah I don't know it's been a real mix because every day is different yeah. <laughs> at the moment <laughs> such sure. a roller coaster <laughs> but um not not a lot of not a lot of punk actually like um yeah it's been kind of more just relaxing kind of stuff um, nice yeah, but, yeah. good yeah, I was gonna say. Um, actually, I do. I, I I do have an ABBA uh, 
best of as well that <laughs> it's like a real old record too it's not like like a reprint of something it's just i got mm. another record store so it, it does sound really nice with all like the scratches and everything yeah, um, I, yeah. <laughs> I think the one i have is, is it could even be the same one it's yeah it's just like a i think i got it at an op shop or something and it's yeah i don't know you just like want the greatest hits like i mean yeah they're all hits <laughs> yeah yeah what, well, a, what a great band totally it was like listening to parsnip and and chuck race but especially parsnip they're definitely i mean of course there's 60s influence but i even just beyond that it, there seems to be really like a sh real sharp pop influence like you know like really like an emphasis on on like the hooks and, and just creating a, a pop song so i i i can see like the uh you know at least whether consciously or subconsciously the pop kind of influence oh, on the music yeah. yeah you know even so it's like whether it's like the 60s stuff or whatever other stuff i i think that i i, I kind of i like that you know i mean i like like a val you know people like valuing pop music as a thing yeah i think we're all like huge huge pop fans i like obviously yeah as you said like the the Dixie's influence is there and I think like all this like I don't know I guess um we all really love like um I don't know like 60s garage and stuff um which is obviously super super catchy um and all about hooks but yeah they're, they're, <laughs> we are um yeah I think I don't know I've been listening to heaps of Katy Perry lately actually which I don't know that's there's definitely not really a Katy Perry influence in Parsnip but um, I think we're all like, yeah, big. What's big your favorite Katy Perry song? I don't know. You know what? I've just been listening to it because um, uh, I, I, one of my jobs is working with um, artists on, and like usually it's at an art studio. Um, and um, now it's on Zoom, so I often take requests. So I just chuck. Katy Perry on Spotify. I so I don't really know the name of any of the songs, but I was like, I know all these songs. I didn't even know this was her. But <laughs> that's I funny. Can't tell you the name of it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so good. Oh my god, it's so catchy. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm behind the eight ball on all of this. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you like, do you like? Um, have you ever listened to Paris Hilton? I no. No. <laughs> I don't oh. think I have. Would I? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it's uh, I I I don't know. I, I I all I have to say is I'm a very big fan of her music. Sure, he is. <laughs> this is like oh gosh, like I didn't even. Is this stupid of me to say that I didn't even know that she had like a musical career? No, honestly, like, I didn't either. Okay, no, cool. That, right. That's what makes like, it great. Because it's right, sort of like I don't know if I just yeah. like erased. <laughs> what does it sound like? I I mean I can just go and listen to her, but I want to hear you describe what it is like. What can it's, you compare it to? I don't know. I think she was on a different level than a lot of her contemporaries at that time. <laughs> just really okay. And I and granted, I don't think she was involved in the least bit with the songwriting, but. And I've heard people say that most of the songs are auto-tuned and, you know, all that. But all that mm. said, I just feel like 
the songs are very strong out of this the production is out of this world i don't know take a listen carolyn and let me know i will i'll listen to it today i yeah i'm excited cool all righty <laughs> that's next on my list <laughs> there you go um yeah oh my gosh yes parasurgeon <laughs> <laughs> nice you have a running list Ooh. yeah yeah <laughs> um so just to rewind a little, a little bit, um, with like the the pop influence and '60s kind of stuff. Uh, like, when did you get into, I guess, like the the older music, or like, were you always listening to that, or was there like a time when you got into like '60s garage or pop or whatever? Uh, I I don't know. Like, I like the the kind of. I guess the sort of stuff that past me been influenced by is sort of more recent, like, I don't know. I, like, when I, when I was, like, a teenager and stuff, I used to listen to, like, my dad's Beatles records and, and things like that. Like, I guess stuff that everybody sort of, I don't know, got into. I used to, I, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe I liked more 70s stuff when I was, like, growing up. I don't really know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, probably probably listening to like my dad's stuff but in terms of I think when I was first starting I don't know oh my gosh I'm so I'm answering this question horribly um that's okay no, no, I, <laughs> um, no I think like I I don't know I like when I first started like playing music and bands and stuff like there was a lot of um of those like back from the grave compilations and stuff floating oh hell yeah um yeah. So I, I like, I don't know. A lot of my friends were super obsessed with those records and I don't know if I was to like the same degree, but like, I know that definitely, um, Paris and Stella, um, they, uh, yeah, really obsessed with a lot of those, uh, sixties, like boy band, um, like garage comps, um, yeah, I, they probably, they probably bring that influence the most, I think. And I probably have become more enthusiastic about that kind of music since being in Parsnip, I reckon. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think it's, yeah, it's probably like that kind of stuff more since um, playing in bands. But yeah, before that. What was that, your first just, band? Just listening. Oh, that I played in? Sure. Um, <laughs> um, well, I mean, I played in, like, like played with friends and stuff when um, I was in high school and stuff, but we just did, um, like, Nirvana covers and things like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, like, the first band that I... The first band I played, like, in where we had... Um, our own songs was Chook Race, so yeah. But I mean, not to discredit, you know, like playing, playing, um, playing in bands as a teenager and just doing dumb covers and stuff. That was heaps of fun. Um, I went to high school with Matt Livery, artist from Chook Race as well. So, like, I didn't play in a band with him. Oh no, I did. We did play in a band together when we were in high school. We covered uh, the Rage Against the Machine version of Maggie's Farm. Um, oh. Wow. <laughs> at our final school assembly, <laughs> um, which was pretty funny. Um, 
yeah. But no, Chill Craze was pretty much like the first um, like band, you know, where we we're doing our own thing that I played in. And um, that probably started a few years after um, we like left high school or maybe, yeah. I think me and Matt sort of started jamming like, I don't know. Yeah, like a, when we we're in uni and stuff. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, just sort of like, yeah. I don't know. I feel lucky. Like that, that was like a pretty good first band to play in. Like it's, it can be hard. Like it can be hard to find people that, um, that are, you know, are coming from the same place and, um, you know, like, I don't know. I think when we were, when we were like looking for another person to play in the band before, um, we found Rob, I think we sort of realized that, there's people people want to be in bands for all different kinds of reasons and it's hard to sort of be on the same creative wavelength and I think that we were probably lucky that we we were but maybe we sort of took that for granted a little bit like um yeah it was it was hard to find the third person but then we found Rob and it was awesome <laughs> that's awesome yeah no I remember and we uh we saw Chuck Grace in Boston and like yes. <laughs> oh man yeah so what what was that venue that it was at like it was like a diy thing yeah it was just a like uh, i think like a warehouse that like uh one of the like underground organizations like kind of took over for like a little bit um there's kind of a lot of like house and sort of like warehouse kind of shows in boston or not so much warehouse it, there's there's a few of those, but there's kind of a lot of like underground kind of like you know illicit sort of shows in, in Boston yeah. that uh yeah I'm not sure they were around for a little bit I'm not sure how long they lasted but uh, yeah it's now yeah, I mean, into, that was a, it's going to yeah. be I, last I heard I think it's going to be like condominiums they 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 like um where that area was all those warehouses and stuff I believe were demolished and. Sadly, oh. you know, just another one of those casualties of development. Yeah. Yeah, it happens a lot, unfortunately. Is that area all going to turn into like a kind of like, is that place like all gentrified yeah. and has like lots yeah. of cafes and stuff? That whole area? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Same <laughs> same thing happens here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. I guess that's a Yeah, that was an awesome thing. show. Totally, yeah, yeah. The industrial area turns into like cheap, cheap studios that attract, you know, creative people mm-hmm. and the underground, and then it becomes cool and expensive and unaffordable for those people, and then it's uncool. <laughs> yep, that's like. <laughs> <laughs> here here i am being like what the authority on like what is cool and what is not you're the professor no <laughs> i'm the professor the prof- <laughs> <laughs> underground uh, economics yeah yeah that's my solo project no, anyway sorry this is so dumb that sounds um, like a, <laughs> no, that, that sounds like it could be a like a call College course like underground economics. <laughs> oh, it'd be it'd be interesting. I don't know. I did I did a um recently did like a um a subject as part of a, a course which I ended up not finishing, but it was basically like on um 
on like how the urban environment interacts with like um yeah like underground like subcultures and stuff it was super interesting like i would i would love it if that was like oh, that's a full, really cool a full course yeah it was yeah. it was really awesome um yeah i had heaps of fun are you worried um, I saw, oh sorry no you go on sorry. karen i'm sorry no, you go. I screwed up. no no no, no, no. I, I wasn't gonna say anything <laughs> i was gonna say are you over not you personally but also you personally worried about venues closing due to corona due um, to covid yeah. or will things be okay yeah um oh i don't know like i don't think things will i don't think things will be able to stay the same um but i don't I like I I am worried about it. Also, like I I don't know enough about it, honestly. Like I mm-hmm. I don't really know how bad the situation is because probably every time I look into it, I just get really depressed and stop looking at it. Um, I saw there was actually a bunch of grants that um, the um, government recently gave out. I, I think they were yeah to a, a whole lot of venues and like all the venues that like they were they were all ones that you know like my bands have played at so that was really encouraging to see nice. that and a lot of people were super happy about that happening um so i hope that'll sort of like get people through and i think people are really missing gigs and stuff so i hope that we'll go back to seeing them who knows what a gig's going to even look like after this like mm. if you're not allowed to be you know like standing close i i just don't I don't know. I I think it'll change gigs. Like maybe there'll be more house shows and stuff, which would be cool. Like maybe it'll just go more if if venues do close, it'll have to go more underground, which I think could work. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's really naive. Maybe the whole thing's going to be really depressing and like, I don't know, it won't exist, but I I sort of feel like it will, like it has to go somewhere, you know, like there's, there's demand for it. So it'll have to go somewhere. And it, it it will just adapt to new circumstances i guess um yeah it'll it'll be it'll definitely be different and i feel sad you know it's like we had to say goodbye to a bunch of like everything changed and everything sort of like disappeared overnight and we didn't even get to have like a big party to say like goodbye to it or anything so that's a bit sad but um yeah i think it sounds like we're in a similar boat as you were uh in australia where you know it's 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 hard to say like what will what will happen but i i agree i think that it it's going to be probably a lot more underground stuff mm. which is which is cool and i think too you know i mean i think that like you were saying that with the the demand i think the demand is still there so it's just a matter of i don't know because i feel like i mean they, we have seen venues close around yeah. Boston. I'm sure more probably will, unfortunately, but there has mm. been some strong campaigns as well for like, uh, you know, for, for, for some venues and they've like raised like thousands of dollars stuff. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm optimistic, even if the place is closed, I think that, I mean, it won't be necessarily, I don't know if it will necessarily be the same, but I think as long as there is demand and people playing and want to make something happen i think that it, it still can and it might take it might take a long time but i think it's mm-hmm. still um 
of people care, you know, and I think the, the same is true in, in Australia, I imagine, too. Yeah, yeah, I think, like, the main, uh, I don't know, like, yeah, the, the venue thing is a worry, but I, yeah, yeah. I agree with you, but that that things yeah things will probably you know adapt in some way i think maybe the one thing i was thinking about the other day that i was like a bit worried about was i mean like as i said i've enjoyed in a way having more time to myself and not going out to as many things like how many people are feeling like that and how many people like will that affect how many people go back out to shows but i mean also you know like i'm a, a I don't know. I'm not old, but I'm a bit older. Like I'm probably not like, I don't know. I've just turned 30. Like there's probably, maybe that's just part of me, like getting older and not going, going to as many shows. Like, I don't know. That sounds really depressing, but um, you know, it's like, there's going to be plenty of people that are keen to go as well. So yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe it won't affect things too much. It'll just sort of be the next um, I don't know. Things will change, but I don't think it's necessarily bad. So there's like, I don't know, like change. Like you need things to change in order for them to get better as well. Like not all the changes are going to be negative. Like there'll probably be a shake up and people will question how things were done before and maybe we can do them better in the future. And maybe like, you know, we'll have to reconsider how a lot of like systems and things work, but it's like a good opportunity to, um, to like actually sit back and take a look at them and and be like is there a better way of doing this perhaps and you know could it be more like inclusive for example like there's been a lot a lot of changes that have happened lately and um maybe this is sort of a shake-up that we actually needed so um yeah i don't know I, it'll be interesting to see what happens i i feel like optimistic about it i think um, yeah absolutely happy 30th Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, spent it, I spent it in lockdown, but um, I had like a Zoom party with my family and um, some people dropped over some nice treats for me, which was good. So it was all right. I'll, I'll celebrate it properly once all of this stuff is a bit less crazy. So yeah, but thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I just turned 30 as well, like a couple months back. It, yeah. Definitely Happy birthday odd. to you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely odd to like, yeah, I mean, I guess, I suppose any birthday is odd, you know, especially probably for like kids too, but I would imagine, but during these times, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I think. Like, but but it, I know what you mean though. It's like kind of like, it's like, I want, it's almost like it's different because, you know, it's, like I'll probably, maybe I'll do something like next year that's a little bit different that I would have normally done for like a 30th or something. Yeah, exactly. There'll be like a big celebration anyway at some point, I imagine, when people can finally like get together. It would just be like the party to end all parties. So you can just like roll up your yeah. 30th into that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I wonder if there'll um, be a day. Like an, an I know, isn't day. that? I know, isn't that the thing? It's like... The way I want to imagine it is that, like, we wake up one day and it's just like, COVID's over, a party time, but it's not going to be like that. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> it's not going to be a day. <laughs> it's going to be like a gradual thing, probably, but I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, like, imagine it to be a giant party. That, that yeah. can be my dream. Um, yeah. 
but um right. and, <laughs> and like that's the thing it's it's like uh again i don't know how it is in say in australia but you do have over like here at least one of like some of the things that is you know people are struggling with in america or like or, or it's frustrating is that there are people who really aren't respecting that as much not everyone but there's people who are like well whatever i'm just gonna do like as i normally would yeah you know yeah and yeah. and you know, it's like it's kind of crazy like crazy you see that just like they just it's like no different and then it's like yeah I know it's pretty it's pretty frustrating it's been all right here but at the same time like I mean I haven't really been going out so I don't really see when it's probably a bunch of stuff happening that um you know it's annoying to see but I don't know I think like I've I don't know I feel a bit resigned to the fact that that's that's gonna happen and like you can only control like what you do really like I don't know I don't know, maybe I've just given up caring. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> I mean, clearly I do care because I'm like, you know, I'm doing the right thing and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you're doing the right things. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I need more people like uh, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so bored. <laughs> no, nah, but you know what? Like, that's that's really like, I can't complain. Like, yeah. I mean, God, I feel bored. Like, I'm fucking alive. Like, <laughs> I really can't complain. Like, um, yeah. I'm feeling all right. So, yeah, it's cool. Being bored's not bad anyway. Like, when do we ever get to be bored? That's when people do cool stuff is when they're, like, just sitting, doing nothing. I reckon. That's true. And that's actually a point that I've thought of a little bit of, like, even with regard to venues, where it's, like... I mean, this is not necessarily anything I would ever hope, but let's say it's like venue, most of the venues go away or whatever. And I, I don't know, you, I always feel like, like when you read about sort of like old punk stuff, it was like, like CBGBs or something. It was like, it's like there was nowhere to play. And then there's mm-hmm. like this ass venue emerged or whatever, or this like, um, and maybe that's like really uh, just a sugary, a sugar coated way of looking at it, but like it sounds like that or when you read about like black flag or something it's like they mm. trailblazed and there was like you know there weren't like all these space i don't know i feel like that's that might be one positive thing that like that will make people that much more like take it seriously and be that much more like excited to go out and do stuff or create their own spaces totally yeah. like we were like totally living the dream before in a way like um we were right. so lucky took it for granted so much like i think definitely now it's like um you, we all know what it's like for it to not like to do that or for it to not be there like i think maybe it'll um it'll it'll sort of change people's approach to it and like i don't know there's there's sort of like i don't know it's like a weird uh i feel like there might be like you know, a weird like vacuum that opens up and then something interesting will happen there. Like um, where all these things have disappeared, there's, I don't know, it'll have to get sort of filled with something and that's where like new things can happen. So yeah, it'll be pretty interesting. I, um, yeah, to see how it happens. Um, yeah, once things can sort of start to open up again, I guess. But um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that- Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, no, I just was going to say, I think that's like totally, um, I totally agree. Like, 
when when things like I think when things come back, yeah, it'll it'll be um people won't take them for granted as much. I don't think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was gonna ask you actually um about like the the Mel Melbourne scene and just like what you know um different like venues that you or different like bands that you've played with or anything mm. over the years. Um, I've definitely seen like a lot of cool bands. Uh, we've, seen, we've seen a handful um, through the, you know, touring through the U.S. Like, you know, I've seen a couple of your bands have come through and um, like Osmedians oh, yeah. come through. Uh, yeah, I saw actually like Kitchen's Floor was like one of the oh. first like house, house shows I ever went to. And wow. they're like, I actually didn't even know where they were. And they're like, oh, we're from Australia. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, from Brisbane. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just kind of curious about like uh or what when did you start like going to like local shows or playing shows um well i like a lot of my friends went to uh, like when when i became interested in like local music as opposed to like i don't know like that i like when i actually realized that there was like cool bands that were playing yeah. now from melbourne um at these like small venues and stuff i think i was probably like i don't know like 16 or something. So I wasn't like old enough to go to shows and I didn't really have any friends that were into that music either. So I didn't, I don't know, like I didn't have like a fake ID or anything to like go to shows or um, yeah, or any like friends to go with. So I sort of didn't really start going to shows properly um, until I was like 18 probably. And even then it was still hard because I still didn't really know anyone that, um, like, I don't know, I was, like, I was too shy to, like, make friends at shows. Like, the idea of, like, going to a show and just, like, I, I mean, I would go to shows and I would, like, stand there on my own. And in between bands, i just, like, walk around the block. And I was just felt so socially awkward that it was, like... Yeah, that was like us. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that how you guys... Do you guys meet each other at shows? uh no we actually met in like uh we were like uh i don't know 11 or 12 or something uh oh, but it was at school yeah yeah we met at school but uh so luckily though when we were going to shows we did have each other but we initially i, I can i think uh you know we can and we you know we went to shows sometimes separately too because we were maybe in different areas like when i was in college as well like i lived in a different um town not too far away but but I know that feeling though and I think we kind of can relate to that of being like at shows especially early on and you don't really know anyone and it's kind of tough because a lot of people don't necessarily make it easy either <laughs> no and you can just see like at, especially at local shows like everyone does know each other so you're yeah. like oh there's this whole like community and I want so badly to like be a part of it and I just feel like and I mean not it wasn't it wasn't like people were like, I'm sure if I went up to someone, they'd be super welcoming and stuff. But, you know, like I just felt like I couldn't do that. So, um, yeah, I think like it, there was, I could see all of these gigs happening and I really wanted to go to them, but I was always like a bit hesitant. So I probably didn't go to as many as like I would have if I had some buddies to go with or whatever. Um, yeah. But there was... Um, when, actually, before I was 18, I did get to see some really 
good shows at um, this record store that used to exist called Missing Link. They had a lot of in stores. So I would go to those and um, like I, I saw like Eddie Current and, um, and UV Race play um, oh, wow. like awesome. after school one day. I caught the train into the city and saw them play. That was like, that was like pretty, uh, I think after I saw that, I was like, I don't know, that just changed something. Like I just felt so excited about, um, I don't know, like just seeing local bands and stuff. I think I, it made me realise that um, how how rich the scene was. Um, and I don't know, I was just super excited by it and like the community there. And also like, I think I went, oh no, I don't think I went to that one alone. Went to another show. Oh yeah, this other band, Baseball, who I really loved. Um, I think I went to that show alone and, um, and um, like someone came up to me and I think they just saw that I was alone and they were like really friendly. I don't know. I think that's when the scene sort of started to open up and I, I was like, oh, I, maybe this isn't so bad. Like, you know, going to these shows and stuff. So um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's sort of how it started. Um, and then I think as Chukrace started to play, like, as, as we like started jamming together, me and Matt, like me and Matt will go and see bands quite a lot. So he was like my buddy. And then I used to go with like Rob and Matt. And then, I don't know, I guess when, when, as soon as we started playing shows, you know, you meet people in the other bands and then suddenly like you recognize people at shows and I don't know, everything changed after that. Like, yeah, it was really nice. Like, it it was so nice to like go from being at shows and being like I want so badly to like feel like I fit in here or like am part of this like cool community to being like oh I have like my own community like these are my friends and like yeah I don't know just knowing how awkward it can be and then going to a show and being like I know people this is cool <laughs> was like yeah. really that was really nice like yeah to not to not feel socially awkward constantly <laughs> yep uh, yeah do you guys do you guys feel that <laughs> uh, yeah no I, it, I think. like even actually it was so nice going back to america the second time and like because i mean the first time we went um i didn't i, I knew maybe a few people because they knew like i was and um and like probably you guys, um, like I like when I met you guys, I think maybe we were talking about Osmunts and stuff. But the second time um, when Parsnip went, it was really nice to see people I'd met the first time around. And you know, the world feels like even smaller. Like it's that's that's a really nice feeling. It's probably my favorite part of being on tour is just like seeing people and hanging out and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, that must have been that must be really mind blowing. Totally, it is mind blowing. Like it's insane. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that. Yeah, that was that was a really really nice part of um, of yeah, especially Gonafest. Like I just kept seeing people that like I knew and I'd, I'd met at the first Gonafest. Oh, like the first like when Chuck Race went. Um, yeah, it was really comforting and yeah, it was it was cool. That was a really fun night. And the mummies played. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't even... 
I get it all blurs into one, but um, I think that was the same night. Um, Almost one year ago. Yeah. Um, I think I think uh, yeah, about a week ago or something. It was like the one year anniversary of Parsnip's first gig in America with Chicago at the empty bottle and that made me really sad because <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like that long ago um but so much has changed so yeah uh, it's all right like i really hope we can come come back one day um that would be nice <laughs> yeah maybe yeah absolutely yeah because we wanted to like i mean yeah it'd be cool to do like the west coast and stuff as well but um and also just like go back to all the places that we were at the first time as well. Go to Is it Boston. a different feeling? <laughs> Is it a different feeling than touring around Australia? Oh my gosh. It's like, it's so different um, just because of the geography. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like when American bands come over here, it's like, or talk about coming to Australia. It's mm-hmm. sort of like, it's it I can understand why like no one like not that no one comes here we're so lucky with the bands that do come here um but I can understand why people would be put off coming here it's like costs heaps to get here because we're so far away and then like instead of you know driving around and every like couple of hours you hit a city where you can play show and make some money it's like the capital cities are like at least nine hours away from each other in the car and um you know you know like it's just yeah it's far um there's it's just a lot more space like there's a it's way less kind of um i don't know there's not as many cities and stuff you can play even though i think i don't know i think australia and america are like the same size obviously just the population is is kind of spread out way differently. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think like when, when bands have come here, it's like they tend to be like big show in a few big shows in Melbourne, a few big shows in Sydney. So or like maybe a big show in Sydney or something. And then, and then like you can play in, in um, Brisbane and Adelaide. But yeah, a- apart from that, um, I mean, like it's all like I've played in other places. Like, it's awesome to play like, more regional shows like I I really love playing shows in like um smaller towns um that's just like so much fun but yeah it's it's way different touring in Australia than America um I'm trying to think like I don't know I mean obviously just being the experience of being overseas is like they're kind of incomparable um yeah it's sure you sort of have to just have a different um, kind of game plan. You can't really like, the other thing is like, you can't really, I don't know if, I don't, I don't know. I feel like my perception of, of, of like what it's like to tour in America is like kind of warped. Like we, we were playing on like, like lots of different nights of the week. Like here you basically just like the weekends are really just when people go to shows um, there's like a couple of like, I don't know, you can play like a cool Monday night show in Melbourne, but, um, at one of the venues, but yeah, it's sort of like, I found that we were able to play like most nights of the week in America and like people would come, but I don't really know if that 
that like might happen in Melbourne, but like definitely wouldn't happen in other. Well, maybe I'm being unfair to other cities, but people <laughs> just generally. I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah, I like. There's so many great places to play in Australia, but I just think that. Yeah, it'd be it'd be it's it's different. You got to just like, you know, maybe it's got to like, um, be more. I don't know. You, you can't just like do it all in one go. It's usually like you go, you go up one place for one weekend, come home, go out somewhere else for another weekend, come home. Like, yeah, it's, it's very different. Um, yeah, definitely. But having said that, oh, but <laughs> he's come to Australia. Um, it, yeah, it's, it is just different. Like it's just different experience, I guess. Um, yeah, I want to do like heaps more, like because we're probably not going to be able to go overseas for ages. Though I'm like so keen to play more regional shows and to like explore Australia way more. Like I think there's heaps of missed opportunities to um, for bands, like bands just playing like Sydney and Melbourne like all the time. And there needs to it needs to like it needs to change. I don't know. Like I just love playing. I love playing shows in smaller towns. It's like the audiences are amazing and oh, that it's sounds so different. cool. Yeah, it's heaps of fun. Um, so, I don't know. As I said, like, the shake-up might be, you know, there'll be good things, hopefully, that come out. Like, I don't know. Maybe that'll be one of them. Is there a network of... Have you guys ever been to Australia? Well, sorry. I oh, don't no. just talk No, sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we Have haven't. Have you guys been Yeah. No? Oh. oh that'd be great. You, though. One day. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, you you have to come one day. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. So Me and Jake can drive you around. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. You can meet okay. this cat. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> in real life. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. The listeners don't know about the cat. That was before. Great looking cat. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> she's sitting on my record player right now, glaring at me. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, is there a network of bands or rather like labels and promoters and stuff like that? I know Anti-Fade is uh, a big one, right? And I don't know, if, do they put on oh, yeah. shows and um, in addition to the label or like, is there a lot of people putting on shows or like just a few? how that whole thing works. Oh, yeah, interesting question. Like, I've never actually really thought of that before. Like, usually the way it works is, well, okay, so Annie Fade, they, like, I mean, yeah, like, Billy, who runs Annie Fade, like, he, he puts on Jerkfest every year in Geelong, which is, like, it's sort of like a bit of an Annie Fade showcase. And then there's, there's sort of, like, he, he puts on other sort of Annie Fade showcases throughout the year, um, which is, yeah, like, I guess, I guess there's that, that happens, but like, mm -hmm. really there's, I don't know, like labels do put on showcases like that, but generally like in my experience, it's just like people, like different people from bands. Like it's always different people putting on shows. Generally it's just the bands organizing them. Um, like, yeah, the venue kind of just leaves it up to the band, the bands in, in my, in my experience, I don't know. I, um, yeah, yeah it's sort of like quiet I don't know like it's not really like this is the like these this is the like um 
small handful of people that organize shows like it's it's pretty um it, it's pretty kind of shared like the um yeah the, how that works like obviously it's sort of like, like a, a booker and stuff but it's the band yeah. that organize it a lot of the time yeah so it's like everyone which is cool um no that is yeah cool. mm, that's an interesting dynamic i i uh wouldn't necessarily have expected that the the the, the bands are the ones organizing the shows i think that's really yeah cool. i don't yeah pretty much like is, is that how like how does that compare to how things work i don't know i guess like every city's different like in your experience yeah. of how things run like is that normal well, <laughs> well it's like there's definitely a um it's kind of a mixed a mixture there are like bands that will so like someone from a band might like put together a show with other bands or there's independent like bookers mm. um yeah and then there's all different kinds of independent bookers and then there's sometimes when the venue does put together a show and i mean and that's based on like our experiences in like boston and what in new england mm. uh, just the other states around us and can't really say as much with other states but i think that's kind of what i've seen i mean i've seen from some other stuff as well some other scenes but mm. um right yeah. like glenn like you'd say that's probably i think because it's weird it's like there's a lot of yeah well we mainly the bands that we book in boston tend to fall uh there's sort of like the lower um i want to say like the lower tier but like bands we we're, we've booked more bands that might not necessarily have a draw and i feel like mm-hmm. that that kind of can be a big factor as if like the venue is going to book you if you don't have a draw then the venue is not going to book you and some of the mm-hmm. promoters that might do you know shows with more established bands they might not book those book uh, bands that don't necessarily bring anyone out so we're we kind of operate more on that lower level of like taking a chance and but we also yeah touring bands as well but as far as the local stuff it's it tends to be at least in our experience i think over the handful of years in the kind of music that we like there's maybe a handful of like independent bookers but um it all, I guess, like Chris said, it all depends. I was just curious on your perspective, but as you know, there might be, as you said, two differences between cities even. Mm, yeah, and it's always kind of changing, I think, as well. Like, um, I don't know, like, from from what you said, I honestly, like, we, I, I totally, like it's not that different between like how how i like my experience of things and 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 yours like i don't know like <laughs> there's always new bands forming and stuff and like i don't think anyone be like oh well they won't bring like a crowd so we won't book them it's like well maybe they just like play before like another band or something like i don't know it's like people are always excited to see new bands so i think that um or like something new so i i'm personally like excited by that um but i mean i don't know um what was i gonna say i feel like now i'm just rambling um i don't know what i was gonna say 
so yeah (laughs) 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 well oh i feel like i had a point to make um oh yeah about it always yeah i don't know yeah it's just like it is always it is always changing and um i don't know no that wasn't the point i was gonna make either okay i'm gonna stop talking next question <laughs> oh, sorry, you can, uh, <laughs> oh, maybe it'll, it'll come to <laughs> oh man, people listening to this are just gonna be like, "Shut up, Carolyn!" I feel like I talk <laughs> so much. What the hell? No, nah, it's alright. No, no, that's me. Sorry, we, we encourage this deviant behavior. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, if it comes to you, yeah, I'm sure it wasn't important. <laughs> like. Yeah, no. I'm pretty known for telling stories that have no point and aren't very interesting. So you've <laughs> you've gotten the full full Carolyn. Likewise, we we we're, <laughs> we're we're pretty much the same <laughs> in the same boat. So maybe I should have a podcast. Maybe that's yeah, like my should. next lockdown project. <laughs> oh my god, what cool. am I going to talk about? I talk about my cat and. <laughs> what i've been cooking this actually sounds like it could be a real podcast isn't it? i don't know yeah no, I think <laughs> listen to it <laughs> oh man it'll be so bad okay <laughs> uh so we ask everybody this question um when when do you think shows will come back like the way that we've described of like you know, like actually like indoors or right, like maybe not regular, but as they were before perhaps. Oh man. Um, (laughs) Oh God. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. I I don't know. Cause like, I feel like, I feel like for so long. Yeah. I, I, I honestly think, Maybe this is stupid because I feel like um, I feel like maybe the idea of a vaccine is like, like not maybe what we actually thought it would be. I don't know. The more I think about it or hear about it, I'm like, oh, it's not really going to work the way that I thought it would. I was like, yeah, well, we get a vaccine, like everything will go back to normal. But I don't really think it'll be that swift. Um, and who even knows like what's going to happen with that? So um, I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe maybe next year. I reckon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I, I think so. Like maybe it'd be like late next year. I honestly don't even know what I'm basing this on. It's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I mean, by, by that point, there might be some other big world event that's going down. Who knows? Like the world mm. is a crazy place at the moment. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I like I this sounds so bad like I part of me isn't even like wanting to go like I just want to see like I would just love to see a band play at someone's house like I don't even like I I'm kind of psyched for the idea that there'll be more house shows and stuff like do you like, I really like shows that'd like, be cool maybe in people's like, backyards and stuff yeah. or whatever yeah that'd be that'd be sick Actually, a while ago, um, Billy had like, oh, like, so, so, yeah, Billy, I don't know if you guys met, do you guys meet Billy from Osmunits? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so he, him and his housemate had like um, a show in their backyard 
and that was like so much fun. That was really like, um, yeah, I I can't even remember who played, but it was like, that was, I don't know. I'm, I'm totally down for that. Like, I don't know. However it happens, I don't think, I don't know. I just, I, I just would like it to be so that it feels like there's a proper audience. Like that's probably my biggest fear is that like, shows will come back but they'll be like super expensive and there'll be way less mm. people there and then it's like well that's not that much fun like mm. for anyone like to play to a half empty room and that to be like how it's you know that's how it's meant to be i don't know but maybe maybe that's what it'll be for a while i also feel really bad just complaining about that because even that would probably be like amazing right now so um i don't know see how it happens but <laughs> next year with my magical crystal ball i'm not sure i I actually have no idea i i'm not basing this on anything but i hope hope so i hope it's next year um yeah yeah i really really hope so it's the hardest question Um, that we ask people yeah what if other people said what do other people say well there's a lot of hesitancy and a lot of i don't know (laughs) similar to like what you said And then you're like, maybe next year, and they're like, yeah, yeah. yes, next year. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. All right. So I've given the. I, I haven't. I haven't said anything controversial then, by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's. It's. It generally, like that. I think most people think in some time, and whether it's like later or where it's like. I'm trying to think because the seasons are a little bit different. <laughs> for, uh, yeah. for you, right? I'm trying to think whether it's like June. The months or, are the same, uh, though. Yeah, you know, September. Yeah. yeah, the months are the same. But, yeah. but I know what you mean. Like right. now, it's getting it's getting warmer here, and like I'm like really wanting to go out to stuff. Like it's like part of my, you know, it's like part of like it turning into summer that you're like, oh yeah, sure. I can go out and see my friends now, go to some shows. But it's weird. Like that's not obviously going to happen. So I don't know. It is. And I think seasons do play into it a fair bit, like in terms of like mentally and also like, I guess they say that, I don't know, I guess the like winter's probably worse for colds and stuff like that. So, right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, I, I hope that it's soon. Yeah. And perhaps there could be more outdoor stuff. You know, yeah. Since it is summer for for us for you yeah totally i've i've been loving how much like you know i've been going outdoors like way more because we're allowed to go out to exercise so i've been walking down to the like local um creek and park and stuff it's been really nice and like so many people outside like um it reminds me of like when i've been to parts of europe and stuff before where like you know like people use communal areas way more and i feel like that's sort of happening a bit more now um there's like way more people hanging out outside and stuff it's 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 like a really nice community vibe so if that can like continue in shows and stuff much prefer it to be outdoors than be like in a stinky hot room like i i'm totally down (laughs) i'm gonna be okay well keep us posted yeah on if there's any i will likewise (laughs) yes yes well yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let us know. We'll let you know. Whatever. Yeah. Stay in touch. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'd love to have you back in Boston someday. And likewise, we'd like to go to 
uh, Australia someday as well. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it'll happen eventually. Just got to be patient. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're, oh my gosh, passing if they're just like dying to go back overseas. Like, yeah. So we'll be back as soon as we can. Awesome. Thank you. Well, it's been awesome. This has been great, really. It was yeah, great to catch up with yeah, you. Yeah, it was so nice to talk to you guys. And um, yeah, sorry if I just like spoke trash for like ages. But oh, no, no, that was great. I hope that it makes sense, sense in the post-production. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but anyway, a... take care, you guys. Um, you take care. Yeah, it was really yeah. nice to talk to you both. All right, we'll be in touch. Take care. Say hi to Jake. I will. I will. He says hi to you guys. Cheers. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right. Yes, have a good, have a good day. Bye. We'll see you. You too. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>